Player. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. This is season two, and I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. And welcome from the Fortress of Solitude, the uh, self-isolation zone, the toilet paper <laughs> empire. How's that work this time? That's, that's very good. Yeah. I like that. We're coming to you right in the middle of the coronavirus, COVID-19, and we're going to talk to you about the most important thing outside of toilet paper in this, uh, this what do you call it? Pandemic? Pandemic. And that's, that's video games. I think, it's, I think it's a pandemic, yeah. Video games. I, actually, in some of our tests on trying this recording online, because we're having to do this because we can't obviously meet in person, um, we... We did talk about needing toilet paper. Now, I think you missed that, Jason, our first test. So I was telling Joe that we've been bulk ordering toilet paper for, you know, close on five years. So we always have a reasonable amount and we just go through it in a, you know, a couple of months and then we order some more. So when this all happened, we had heaps. Now, Joe's running low. Are you I've running got like low, Jason? Four, four rolls left. Um, I, I don't know how many I have and that could be problematic for me. Um, I probably should find out. Although I don't think it's as crazy out there anymore, right? Like you can get toilet paper now. I, I, no, I don't I, think so. No, I think it's still just as crappy. I'm I go shopping once a week <laughs> now, which is yeah, an unintentional pun. Yeah, I have forty-eight rolls, Joe. So if you, Jace, if you need any, you yeah, I got four, four, four um, other people in the house besides myself. So um, yeah, I don't think four is going to last us very long. Uh, I'll email you a roll. Thanks, mate. You know what? You know what the problem is? Like you, you would say, oh, you just use paper and stuff, but video games don't come with strategy guides anymore, like, like yeah. little booklets and things. So I can't even, you know, if I get desperate, don't know what I'm going to do. And I the need the seashells. Were, the booklets were crap. You do need the seashells. This is true. Um, by the way, the, the toilet rolls that I order come from a company. I'm going to give them a free plug called Who Gives a Crap? They've got the best boxes. It's a great, it's a great name. It's all environmentally friendly, recycled. It has no plastic packaging. And you can get 48 rolls at once, but they're sold out too last time we looked. And um, people were selling their boxes online for twice their normal price, which is just rude. Yeah, that's 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 not very Australian of them or whatever the, they're from. There was a place um, right when this started. It was a sushi restaurant, like a sushi chain, and they were doing rolls for rolls. So you basically brought in one toilet roll and they give you a sushi roll in exchange, oh, I heard about which that. is pretty clever. I think that lasted um, a couple of hours before they had to shut it down. <laughs> well, I, I think that there, it was probably going to get to a point where the toilet roll had more value than a sushi roll, um, <laughs> at least money-wise, maybe not sustenance-wise, but yeah. <laughs> this is true. Uh, it's strange times we live in. Actually, I was saying, I, I want to see after this a video game like, do you remember Supermarket Shriek, which we played on Game Pass? Ha, plug for Game Pass again. Um, where, you know, you had to race through a supermarket quickly with a goat. You know the trolley? Yes. I, I, do, I do remember that, yeah. Well, they need to make a toilet paper version of it. <laughs> you know somebody is in isolation right now making that very game, Jono. It's probably already out there. I hope so. Uh, or, or like overcooked, but with toilet paper and, and supermarket shopping. Yeah, people are playing poker for toilet rolls right now. Yeah, you were saying that. That's just, wow. I suppose, the you know, highest value in the, in the market at the moment. That's it was it. bizarre that that was the thing. Like, I, I think that that's kind of proven that maybe it's one of the most essential items in the household, um, you know, I guess besides food. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I wasn't expecting toilet rolls to be the, the thing that would go first. I guess my hope, though, is all these people who have like 
you know, stocked up on toilet rolls, they're not going to need toilet rolls for like years now. So the rest of us who haven't been doing that will just, you know, maybe, maybe in a month or so, go to the supermarket and it will just be a easy access. Easy access. Yeah. That's what you want me to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I haven't I haven't been to the supermarket really, but I've, I've heard it's a bit of a war zone out there. Oh, it yeah. is. I, I go once a week and you, you just grab what you think you can make a decent meal out of and head home, hoping not to see the masses again. So, you know, working from home has been interesting, which brings me to the big question because we talk games all the time. What have you been playing in self-isolation? Oh, where you've had the opportunity it's, to self-isolate. It's... Yeah, I heard that, uh, you know, the supermarkets, it's a bit of a war zone out there. It is a bit of a war zone, uh, isn't it? <laughs> uh, how oh, do I thank you. miss that? Do you, you know why people are going to the supermarket, Jace? Because they've got to do a duty. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> that was oh terrible. wow. That was terrible. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, goodness. Yes, war zone. War zone has been fun. Except for updates at the moment. So I don't know about you guys. I mean, you're both on NBN and I'm on ASL. And it was great. Up, right up until, you know, the pandemic became a reality as opposed to a, uh, I don't think it's going to affect me, but it's affecting the rest of the world. There'd been very few updates on Xbox Live. So I've been playing games and enjoying it, not worrying about an update. But um, this last week, that was, seriously, I had 10 games that needed updates on my list. It was annoying. Yeah, but something... Yeah, I like, guess with... Sorry, go ahead, Joe. No, I was just going to say, something like Warzone, though, which is just just been released and it's a um online you know big team battles what is it go up to 150 players uh, i believe it? so yeah. yeah i've i thought that somebody mentioned to us recently that um it was going to go higher than that yeah well even even still though like that's why it's going to get in these massive updates and the way that they've updated call of duty even the single player and the other multiplayer on the the latest um cod is they just re-release the whole game as an update, basically. So you're not updating little patches. Each time it's like, you know, 20 gigabytes or whatnot. You're getting big parts of the game. Yeah, I, I think um, there's, there's so many different components to, like, the Call of Duty download. Like, there's, like, two versions of the campaign, two for the co-op, um, and they're quite big. Like, I mean, just the co-op alone is, like, 20 gig, which is the size of an entire game for, for some. Um, but yeah, they are, they are absolutely like the, the 17 gig download that happened last night or, or whenever it was, you I don't right think now? it needs to be that big <laughs> or right now, right now for you. Yeah. Sorry. Um, right. Yeah. It, it just seems, it feels like, I guess it's unnecessary, but you know, whatever, I don't make games, I don't patch games. So it's just the way they've got to work. It, it just feels like even before Warzone existed, every time I logged into Call of Duty, it was just like update available. You must restart. And it wasn't complicated and it wasn't, mustn't have been a very big update, but it was, um, it was annoying. Yeah, and yeah. whenever I'm playing on a, whenever I play it on PC, every single time when I get into the game, it says it's uploading some shaders. Like without fail, I've never played it without that coming up. So it's like downloading some shaders. Sorry, I, I miss the days of you know an update being what three seconds and then you're in the game, as opposed to now um, I sit there and watch and watch. Oh yeah, I know what you're going to say. It still is three seconds <laughs> for me. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, look at today as well. I think now is the perfect time to start reducing the size of your updates because the the bandwidth is taking a hit. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's rough. I mean, we're... Netflix has Netflix has done the same thing. They've had to they've basically had to slow things down. So apparently, there's been a quality drop in Netflix, and a lot of people aren't noticing it. I guess it really just depends what kind of TV you have and whether or not you're trying to do 4K 4K stuff. But 
Um, I, I think more and more servers are taking the hit, like Activision servers aren't doing a great job at the moment. But in saying that, they have 30 million players on, on Warzone alone, let alone mm. whatever the, the additional numbers are just for the standard multiplayer. Um, and that's that's a big number. That's and speaking huge. of like Activision servers, can we just give a massive like congratulations and thank you to them for actually making it cross-platform straight away and it works really well. Like we've played it that way and yeah, it was brilliant. Oh, I keep forgetting that you're playing it on PC while we're on Xbox. Which oh, is definitely a testament to, to how well it works. Yeah. yeah. I, played, I, played, I played on both. Um, but yeah, like it actually works, which is great. That's really cool. Yeah. So Jace, you probably spent the most time with the game, right? With Warzone or Call of Duty or just in general? Both. I guess, yes, both. Both, yeah. What do you, <laughs> tell us about what do you reckon about it? Um, so I didn't know Warzone was a thing until you guys mentioned it in, in a chat. And I thought that maybe this was something that a lot of people knew about for a long time. And I just wasn't keeping up to date with the news. But I think this game has been worked on for like two something years. Um, and like they really did just announce it like two days before it came out. Yeah. yeah. Um, although I have read that like it is meant to be like one of the worst kept secrets in gaming, but I, I just haven't heard about it. No, neither did I. <laughs> um, and I'm not massive into battle royale games. I mean, I really did enjoy Apex just because it's, you know, it's 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 off the back of Titanfall and it's a quite a unique game. But uh, battle royale games, you know, even with PUBG, I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of games where you can't take somebody out in a few seconds. You know, a lot of the time they'll have HP or they'll have armor or something like that. And while Warzone does, you know, you do have armor, um, everything is just quick, really, really sort of fluid. It's not, I don't feel like I'm running around actively looking for loot all the time to, you know, to, to stand a chance. Like you really can compete at times if you get the drop on somebody at least with, um, with just the pistol. And, I, and think, I think a good part about it as well, though, is you, it feels balanced all the way through. Like we were playing the other day and we were, what, we were top four, I think we were. It was probably our best game. And I've come no, in right at the three. end. That was you. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, but I've come in at the end against people who had a lot better weapons than me, but it was like I was still able to kill somebody. Yeah. Well, the way you killed them was fairly spectacular. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was an assassination. It was it was glorious. But 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 still, like I, I felt confident that I'd be able to do that. And you're right, in Apex, I've spent heaps of time playing Apex. I really enjoy it. But if you get, you know, come up against somebody with who's kitted out better than you, even if you get the drop on them, you, you're probably gonna they're probably gonna die every time. That's a big part with like loot based shooters and stuff like that. Like it is it is absolutely about loot. But in this it's just you'll open up a chest and you'll find a gun. Um, and it'll say that it's legendary or whatever. And it is good, you know, it's got a nice scope and maybe you can get some extra range or maybe the, you know, there isn't as much recoil or whatever. But ultimately, like, there is uh, there is a massive stealth component to this game and the footsteps are, are a, a huge part. Of, I mean, they're a huge part of the standard multiplayer. But, like, we, we truly have survived just based on listening to footsteps or you know yeah. that that amazing game that you that we all had where you know i had the heartbeat sensor and i was just like 30 meters away i mean what did 30 meters mean in the game i don't really know it just meant they were probably pretty close but we were just sort of like the, the communication was excellent like we you know we would hold we'd stop you know jonathan would be watching our backs for a second and then we get the drop on somebody and and it's a lot of the time it was just thanks to um just the atmosphere of the game the ambience of the game yeah. letting us know whether or not we we stay there and we actually fight and we can compete or we choose to you know we choose to run away which is totally a viable strategy yeah, <laughs> and I think that's, that's one thing i love about it so you got you go johnny i was gonna say i think that's my favorite thing about this game so far because i enjoyed apex legends but um in this i found 
the design of the levels sucks me in. Like they have, a, they tell a story of their own, like from that bombed out airport through to the supermarket, to the hospital. Um, each of the buildings you can see look like they've been li lived in. Um, the design is fantastic and it, it makes you want to move forward and set up your own little bases here and there and in the abandoned buildings. Um, I'm a big one for design and I think this game does it really well. And, and that's the thing, like all of those little places in the game take place as just standalone levels in the multiplayer. So like there's a recent map came out, I think it's called Atlas Superstore or something. It's just a shopping center. Um, you know, it's a dilapidated shopping center, but it, but it's a shopping center. It probably looks like what our shopping centers look like right now. <laughs> and, um, and, and like, and that's in there and you can go and you can be in there. And it's just, it's for me at least who, who's played so much of the, the standard multiplayer, um, just going and going, oh, like this is, this is a level that I know. And then realizing that there's just this whole massive world out there with 150 other people trying to kill one another. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, you're, you're absolutely right. The design is, is fantastic. And apparently there's another map on the way. Oh, and, fantastic. And speaking of, though, like the fact that, you know, you've played a lot of other um, Call of Duty multiplayer, this doesn't feel like, like this doesn't feel like a different game. It feels to me like Call of Duty still, the way that, you know, you kind of, like you both mentioned, you, you go and run and, you know, you try to kill people, but it's also about survival as well, which is a big part of it. The weapon balance is amazing, like the scope and pulling in and that, that kind of control that you have in a Call of Duty game that I kind of think is Sorry to say, Jono, but out of first-person shooters, it's probably the best there is, like over Halo 2. Oh, um, no, I, it, I agree with you entirely. I, I you think, know, we, um, yeah, I agree. And you've got 150 players all playing on the same map, and it just works. And like Call of Duty as well, like, you know, like I said, you can play it slow, but if you want to go fast and you want to you know, go out there and get some kills and whatnot, if you die, you go to the, what is it called, the Gulag? Oh, so gulag. such a good feature. What a, what a brilliant idea. So you're, you get, it's that one-on-one -on -one mode and it's an opportunity to come back. And when I first heard about that, I thought, well, that's kind of got, kind of going to make death. Like if you're good, you're always going to come back, but they change the weapons you have in the gulag each time. So, you know, it really mixes it up and there's skill, but there's a bit of luck in there. And I like how you can have your friends up the top kind of helping you out because we've helped each other heaps in the gulag in that way, like someone at the top yeah. and the other players down the bottom and saying, you know, oh, he's on your left or, or whatnot. It makes it just, and then you're right back in the action. You, you parachute down on each other and you're teaming up straight away. I just, I, I think it's so smart and it really does, like I said, feels like Call of Duty. There's a bit of an economy going on there as well because it's, you know, while it is about the guns and, and what you can collect and, and, you know, what resources you have available to you, those moments where you don't survive the gulag, it's not the end game. It's not, it's not absolutely devastating because, you know, there have been moments where, you know, maybe you've died, Joe. Yep. Um, and me and John are left <laughs> in the true. game. We'll, we'll just we'll just throw you under the bus there. Yes, um, no, and, and Jono and I are looking at how much cash we have. And Jono has you know twenty three hundred, and I have like a thousand. And we're like trying to do the math on that. I mean, it's a shame that that it's it's so difficult for us to calculate that. But anyway, <laughs> well, we need we need to get to forty five hundred to be able to revive you. And then on top of that, you know, you're still there on the mic with us, right? So yep. you're saying, you know, you, first of all, you pinpoint the location where we can revive you from. But then, you know, on top of that, like. You know, you're, you're clearly quite understanding of the fact that we might not not be able to get there right now. And you're kind of acting as this sort of oracle in the sky, like yep. pinpointing where the enemies could potentially be. Jono and I both have to negotiate. All right, you know, um, should you stay here and watch my back while I jump down there? Should we both go together? Um, because, you know, the, the where you buy equipment from is a hot zone. Yeah, and, and so then all of a sudden you take this massive risk and, and sometimes it pays off and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, and like you said, like when you're 
when you're like kind of out of the game and waiting to come back in or, or you know you're not going to come back in because it's like right at the end, like I'm alternating between looking at the over map and kind of when there's a red marker, I'm pinging it for you guys. But also I'm like kind of scrolling between the both of you. And we had that one game the, um, like two nights ago where, Jace, you were behind the rocks, like there was a, a road above you. And Jono and I both saw something move on your on your screen that you didn't notice. So like we're yeah. helping you out visually as well. It's it's really cool. Uh, it's, it's it is, and it's it, it's sorry, John. No, you go ahead. No, no, go for it. Uh, I'm just saying, um, it, it's it's sort of a fine balance when it comes to communication as well. Like there's so much information that the game gives you, but then you don't have that. You know, I don't have the ability to be able to open up my map every two seconds. I could, but it would potentially put me at risk. So to have you guys going, there's a guy here, there's a guy there, and you can mark people, right? And But I mean, you can also troll me at the same time. You can go, like, there's a guy here, there's a guy there, and it just all, all of a sudden my map starts lighting up. Um, the, the thing about it is that, I mean, obviously the three of us are friends and we're playing together and, and we, have that, we have that rapport and that communication. But even when you do end up playing with three other or two other people, um, I, I find that a lot of them have a tendency of sticking around yeah. And I, one of the very first games I played, because I didn't understand sort of how it all worked, I had enough money to be able to revive a dead player. And I didn't realize that I could really bring him back or, or how. So I went to the, the shop and bought something for myself, a self-revive kit. <laughs> and so I got this message off on Xbox Live from the guy. And he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll paraphrase, but basically, you know, why did you do that? Why didn't you revive me? There were other words in between. <laughs> um, and, um, and, and I was just like, like initially I was just like, I felt attacked, but then I was just like, this doesn't happen very often. I don't speak with other random people. You know, it's not Halo two days anymore. Where I'm just chatting with random strangers online. And I, um, and so I wrote back to him and I said, I'm really sorry. I'm new to this. I know for next time. And then he was just like, no problem, bro. Just letting you know, like that was the way he chose to communicate with me. That's initially fun. attacked me, but then, you know, it's, it was nice. It was a yeah. nice moment. Yeah. And then he joined me in another game later. Oh, um, cool. And, in, and he revived me and, you know, uh, it was yeah, it was a nice little moment. And then you but denied him again. Stick around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're right, people Jason. As well, around. like we we had a game, Jason and I, with uh, Ben the other night, and Ben comes in, and instantly we're all chatting like one of those like E3 demo videos with people, kind of you know, like on your seats and all that sort of thing. It was hilarious. Like, and the three of us do that with each other because we're comfortable and you know know each other well. But it was, it, it the game lends itself really well to that sort of communication and and you know, like strategizing together. Well, in this new world, I'm actually going to wrap it up right there because we're going to reduce the the size of these podcasts and make them a bit more frequent. These are going to be, we're gonna, I'm going to call them our COVID casts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so expect to hopefully hear a few more from us, unless of course you know life and. Um, social isolation gets in the way. Um, so this was versus player coming to you from the usual places, although this time coming from uh, individual places. Um, but you can find us in places like iTunes, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, and also the Google Play Store. Um, take a look out and keep an eye out for more regular episodes during these times of uncertainty. You can be certain on the fact that we will occasionally keep up to our promises. <laughs> Thank I've, you. I've been Johnny. I've been Joe. Uh, I, I'm still Jace. <laughs> <laughs> this is Player.